Hey everybody, David Solomon back here again. Great to see you on a Monday afternoon. It is noon Eastern and today the rant will start all about customer service. And today I'm going to tell you folks how upset I am with the way people act and how retailers are missing the boat. But before I get started again, just a quick just a quick reminder to everybody that this these Rants are really our opinion. My colleague and friend Stuart Brisgale is not here today. He's out until hopefully God willing on Wednesday. But I'll tell you, our this is all about our opinions. And your feedback has been phenomenal. And ever since I posted this, I can't believe the response that I'm getting without even hearing what our rant is. But again, all this is our opinions. And we welcome your comments on our chat or pretty much on Facebook, wherever you love to, to watch us. So really, let's get started here. And why am I bringing this up? Well, folks, I got to tell you, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm in shock. You know, we've gone through a year. Last year, last week was a year's anniversary to the beginning of the pandemic, where things simply shut down. And depending on where you are, whether you're in Canada, the United States, or anywhere else in the world, you saw a different level of shutdown. And the one sector that got really nailed was retail, and retail got hammered. Okay, we didn't go shopping unless you bought toilet paper and you spot it all out at Costco, Walmart, or wherever you buy your favorite toilet paper. But when you think about everything else that happened, all the other stuff, retail got really badly hurt because of shutdowns. They weren't considered essential. Or if they were, they didn't sell as much because people weren't going into stores. And all of a sudden, the world of retail had changed. People were more into, into e-commerce, whatever. But those are little things. But you want to know what the impact was? Do you want to know what the actual impact has been forecasted in terms of a loss? How about this? Okay. How about the fact that we're looking at almost 10% down in retail sales year over year, 2020 to 2019, nearly globally, $2.1 trillion will be lost in retail. If you're in North America, in the United States, you're looking at a $320 billion decline. In Canada, we're looking at somewhere around $25 billion. That's billion with a B. And yet, you would think that the most natural thing to do is, what can I do to make sure that people come by and shop for me? And the number one thing that really, really resonates, and it's not new, is customer service. People will go back to shop at your store, regardless of price, if you give them the right kind of customer service. And I'll give you a story. I don't know if you guys know about Zappos.com. Zappos.com was started by Tony Shea and a couple of other of his friends and became the number one online retailer in shoes in the United States back in the last decade. And one of their successes, and it's their famous story is the length that they went for customer service to satisfy customers to the nth degree. I mean, like you cannot imagine the level that they were going to go to. They didn't measure how many calls a day or how quickly they got off the phone. No, the opposite. It was how long they were on a call. We're talking about hours with people, not even talking about shoes, but just to keep people happy. Tony Shea got so successful in this case that he was actually giving tours to companies about how amazing their customer service was. They grew it to a multi-billion dollar company that was bought out by Amazon. May Tony Shea rest in peace. Unfortunately, passed away a few weeks ago. But he is remembered as the guru to the notion of the importance of customer service. 
So to that end, I'm wondering why haven't the big box retailers or some of them woken up to the need, the necessity of really making that a priority? So here's what happened. Uh, And this is the story that really irked me about this big box retailer called Best Buy. Best Buy in Canada and the United States are cutting jobs. Stores are in trouble. And you would think that in the middle of this pandemic, one year into the pandemic, the one store that you think would be spectacularly successful is Best Buy. Why? Did you see the list of what they sell? Computers, printers, routers. Everybody's been doing this, this remote work. I mean, people are buying from them left, right, should be buying from them left, right, and center. Television sets, audio systems, because we are we, people are investing because they're going to stay home. They needed a better system to watch more Netflix and Disney Plus and Peacock and all the rest of those streaming graves, those services. And then fitness equipment. Yes, they sell fitness equipment. And which leads me to why I'm beyond pissed at Best Buy. So at the end of 2020, my parents who are in the late 70s, early 80s, decided they need to buy a treadmill. My parents used to go to a gym. They can't go to the gym. And they were looking for the longest time for a treadmill. And they finally found one in stock in Best Buy. And they spent money, a significant sum of money, on this treadmill. Now, we knew it was going to be shipped. And it came in a box. And my mother called me and said, hey, David, you know, you know how to assemble these things. You did it for your sister. Can you do it for us too? And I said, sure, no problem. Mask and all went into their house put the damn thing together, spent two and a half hours because Best Buy wanted to charge $500, which in hindsight of the story, maybe would have been an interesting opportunity, but let's not go there. So I went and I spent the time and I put this sucker together, turned it on and it doesn't work. And I'm like, oh crap, what did I screw up? I dismantle half of it again, check the wiring, do everything again. And I'm spending hours trying to figure out why is this thing not starting up? I then went online found the customer service number for the company for the treadmill, which happened to be Nordic Track. I get on the phone and now I'm waiting an hour to speak to customer service. And finally, after the hour, I spend another 45 minutes setting up an account, going through the warranties, blah, 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 blah. Finally, she tells me, and she, by the way, she was fantastic. Open up the hood of where the motor is. We did a bunch of checks. She says, you know what, David, it's, it's, it's not you. It's defective. We need to ship parts to the people in Canada to come in and fix it at your parents' place. Great. How long? Three weeks. Three weeks to wait for a part. It's COVID. Willing to make make exceptions. Fine. No problem. Almost three weeks later, my father emails them to say, okay, where are they coming by? And they said, oh, yeah, part hasn't arrived yet. It's probably going to be another three weeks. Six weeks to ship parts. So finally, we said, why are there no parts in Canada? They said, well, we don't store parts in Canada. We only leave them in the United States. Finally, we do get a, my father does get a call. They do come by and they're going to install the thing. They install it and motor's dead. Doesn't work. Doesn't matter what they do. The whole thing doesn't work. Thank God it wasn't me. I was very excited to hear that it wasn't me. But at the end of the day, the damn thing didn't work. So now it's like, okay, now whose responsibility is this? And they said, look, your transaction was with Best Buy. You need to arrange it with Best Buy. We arranged with Best Buy. And I get the supply chain concept and fine, so be it. This is where the story gets really frustrating. We get in touch with Best Buy and they're going, whoa, we don't know what to do. What do you mean you don't know what to do? There's a policy. 
We'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. It's this back and forth garbage. Again, nobody caring about customer service. Nobody caring about customer satisfaction here. Finally, we do speak to someone. They said, okay, reluctantly, we'll send someone to pick it up. But, you know, mm. two guys show up at the door. Oh, no, we're not taking that back. You didn't dismantle it and put it back in the box. The box? Have you seen this damn thing? Once you open the box, the thing collapsed, falls apart. There's no way to disassemble this damn unit and put it back in its original packaging. You have to tear this off. There is no box. We get back on the phone with Best Buy again. No, you don't dismantle it. We do nothing for you. That's the attitude. Try to speak to a manager. That's the attitude. We won't do anything for you. Sorry, customer, that you spent thousands on this. We don't care about your satisfaction. Make it convenient for us. We're the retailer. In fact, we want it back the same way you bought it. You're out of your freaking mind. It doesn't work that way. They don't care. So which leads me to the whole frustration as to, so what can we do? Well, let me tell you how pissed off we are. To the point where we're talking about blasting them on social media, a la what I'm doing right here. We're talking about a lawyer's letter because the contract was breached between the retailer and us. We were shipped a faulty unit, and they did jack to ensure that it was okay, and they're doing even less to take it back. So now I need to go back to their house, dismantle it to the best of my ability, find some form of packaging to put this together with. I have to negotiate with them what kind of packaging they're willing to come back and take it with, and only then will they schedule a pickup, and only then they'll decide what to do for us. Ladies and gentlemen, I am beyond pissed off at these guys. And you know what? They deserve the faith that they're getting of losing sales. They're encouraging me today to go find other retailers for the same thing that they're offering. You know, Best Buy, listen carefully. That's not just Best Buy. It's every big box. I heard about Home Depot stories. I've heard of... Target stories. I've heard of all kinds of stories. Let me tell you guys, if you don't wake up, we're shopping everywhere else. Thanks to COVID, the world has opened up to me to new places to go shopping. I don't have to go to Best Buy. I could go to Amazon. I can find somebody in another city in Canada or the United States to find what I want. And I could care less if it costs me a little bit extra. But I know I will get the satisfaction that I need. And if there's a problem, they'll take it back without a question. You screwed up, Best Buy. You've done nothing, Best Buy. You continue to do nothing. And you deserve to close stores. And you deserve to lose sales. It's absolutely abhorrent that you guys got to this point when you should be flying high. Like, no. And the message is to all the retailers out there. I love the idea of walking into a coffee shop and people, hey, they knew your name. 
Yeah, but that doesn't really happen. That's the customer satisfaction, that relationship. But I'll tell you a story. I walked into a coffee shop once. I bought four coffees, those elaborate cafes, lattes, espressos, whatever. And when I turned away from the counter, I stumbled and dropped everything on the floor. I asked the owner, give me a mop. I'll mop up the floor. My mistake. He absolutely refused. He wouldn't let me touch the mop. He was going to do this. This is pre-COVID, by the way. And then after I take out my wallet and I'm ready to buy another four coffees and he says, don't, 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 don't. I'll take care of it. What do you mean you'll take care of it? I spent, I blew, I, it's me, it's my fault. No, it was an accident. I'll take care of it. I wasn't looking for a freebie, but if you don't think that Cafe Olimpico in Montreal will not get my business, you're completely wrong. They will never lose me as a customer because that's how they treated me. Four free coffees was not the issue. It was the mindset. And that's the problem. The cultural mindset of customer service doesn't start at the bottom. No one is allowed to make a decision. It all starts at the top. And the VP sales and the VP marketing should be woken up. The CEO has to start with the culture. Tony Shea at Zappos started with his culture. He inculcated that culture into Zappos. He made sure everyone bought into it. And if you didn't, he paid you to leave. Believe it or not, he paid people to leave the company before they started if they weren't willing to go to such lengths for customer service. Best Buy, you don't care. You just want the transaction. Because You've basically commoditized what you're offering. You haven't created the shopping experience. You're not creating the loyalty, and you can care less about the customer experience. Take a page out of that coffee shop owner. Take a page out of Zappos, and you'll be a superhero. You'll be the greatest retailer, but you're not. You're not interested. And that's why I am furious with these guys. You have an opportunity. Make it happen. And if you can't start at the top, insisting that customer service is primo number one, it is the number one directive, is the number one essential thing we need in the company, then you know what? Close your doors or find somebody else, whether it's online or physical. So to all those out there who are listening, who are retailers, who own a store, here's your opportunity to capture back those customers that may have gone away because of COVID. It's not because they don't like you. It's that they're looking for the shopping experience that will make them feel good. Customer service leads to customer loyalty. They will never leave you. They won't argue price if you treat them right. Not that they're always right. Customers aren't always right. That is a myth. But making them feel right, making them feel um, important, making them feel that you truly appreciate their business and are willing to do just about anything to make them happy is what's going to make them shop again with you. I can't wait to hear your stories. Put them into our chat. Put them onto Facebook. Put them on everywhere. I want to hear your stories. What pissed you off with your customer service experience? I'd love to hear all about it. Ladies and gentlemen, on that amazing, amazing note, I'm going to wish you all a great day. Stay safe, stay well, and remember, your dollar means so much to you, it should matter to the people you shop at.
Stay well. Have a great day, guys. We'll see you on Wednesday. Check out our Facebook page for the topic to come. Check out the rantnetwork.com for archives for previous rants. We all really love you and respect you. 